0: Hi, and welcome to the call of nature podcast. We are a grassroots nature podcast based here in the UK, um, telling people about nature, wildlife, and the environment. And you're here today with me and my co-host Pete Harrison. Say hi, Pete. Hi, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the truth is, we're not actually doing our podcast today. We're we're talking to our friend Ricky. Hi Ricky.
1: Hi Chris. Hi, Pete. And listeners Hi, listeners out there, if you were confused, um we we we, we uh we, we played a little prank there because, you know, you you thought you'd sort of tuned into something else. But as it happens, um this is a first for us, and I believe it's a first for for my guests as well, that this is gonna be a crossover podcast. Because on this second segment of the 20th episode of Mentally Sound's Life in Lockdown podcast, um, yes, I have two very special guests who are doing a project that's very similar. Um, it's called The Call of Nature. And as you heard, you've heard Chris there and you've heard, you'll have heard, you hear Pete as well. Um, we decided on a random basis that we should get together to record this second segment and it'll be part of theirs as well. Um First of all, hi guys. Uh, hello, Chris. Hi, hi, Pete. How how are you both doing?
0: Yeah, we're good, thanks, mate. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all
1: right. I'm just wondering. what I'd love to see the faces of our listeners at the moment. What what the hell's going on? But yes.
0: <laughs> what what are these strange southern voices I hear? On the yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, yes, listeners, um, welcome, one and all. This is the second segment of our. Well, I'd like to thank our historic 20th uh, episode. Uh, We didn't think we'd get this far. Uh, Nikki, our therapist, isn't um, with us. She'll be joining us for our next one where we're looking at seasonal uh, seasonal affective disorder uh, as we are reaching autumn, and I know that's something that'll be playing on a lot of people's minds. Um, Awesome, yes. So, as as I said before, um, the random nature of this podcast continues because uh, when I was looking around for guests... um, and these were these were a couple of guys who I recently followed and uh, I just, you know, a few days ago I put across the idea, wouldn't it be fun if we just did like a, a crossover thing? Because these guys, as I say, do, do something very similar and we have touched upon nature on a previous podcast um, and the importance of nature and its interlinked with mental well-being. So I thought it'd be really cool to talk to these two about how they get, got their project, their podcast off the ground, a little bit about their backgrounds and... Um, yeah, how, how the call of nature came to be. So guys, um, thanks for thanks for joining me. Um, tell us, first of all, um, Pete, if you want to start, tell us about your your background and then Chris, Chris will talk about his and then how that came together to to produce the, this particular podcast that you've got going.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you, Ricky. So but uh, can I just uh, first congratulate you on reaching your 20th episode? You're very kind, episode. sir. You're we're, very kind we're stoked sir. for you. You're
1: very kind, sir. Thank you. <clears throat>
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. So uh, yeah, so I, I worked in the care sector for fifteen years, and then uh, mm. crashed my mountain bike, broke my shoulder, oh. ended up hanging around at Chichester Peregrines in Sussex, oh. Uh, oh. an RSPB event that Chris was managing. Mm. Uh, and uh, Chris noticed I was uh, good at talking to people for long periods of time, as you'll discover, <laughs> uh, and uh, and asked me if I'd be interested in volunteering for the RSPB, and that led to a ten year career uh, mm. working for the society, all based around talking. To people about nature yeah uh, so when chris and our co-host gareth started thinking about it uh, during lockdown it would be a good time to start making a podcast doing that same thing talking mm-hmm. to people maybe who aren't all that connected to nature to start with mm-hmm. uh, on a podcast mm-hmm. well they got hold of me and uh, and that's when we started making the show
0: isn't it chris mm-hmm. yeah that's right and uh it's some it's something that we've i think like a. Uh, when we first started out we 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 realized that that podcasting was like a really good new way of connecting with like a, a different sort of uh, uh, audience about about nature mm-hmm. um we're both and and one of the reasons like we were super happy when you got in touch ricky was that it, is that we both um really appreciate the uh, the value of nature to keeping people uh, happy and healthy, um, uh, and you know we wanted to come on and, and talk to people about 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 that. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. I mean, yeah. so you both have a kind of sort of background, which is which is really sort of give this podcast a lift off. I mean, so a bit of, a bit about where you both are based, and um, a little bit about you know. Um, what what lockdown and and has been like for you both as well because this is a life in lockdown podcast and, and I would I'm interested to know about you know both both your on a personal level your your, your sort of mental well being and and uh, you know up here uh, uh, the northeast has gone into new sort of you might have heard that you new new restrictions we're, we're quite careful not to call it lockdown too but um, yeah what's lockdown first of all been like for you for you guys um, were you did you find that your well-being had been affected and, you know?
2: Well, uh, I, I feel that I've been very fortunate for it, really, Ricky. I was in a position where I'd, I'd left the RSPB and mm. I was I was actually wanting to go and start working for the NSPCC, doing fundraising, street right. fundraising, because mm-hmm. uh, it was something that felt really close to my heart. I'm a fairly new dad. Uh, mm. Unfortunately, lockdown completely wiped that away. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and because obviously you can't be standing around in the street talking to people, uh, went during what was lockdown at the time. Mm. Uh, my little boy couldn't go to school. So what it meant for me was that I was able to stay at home, ride it out, uh, spend a lot more time with my little boy who spends half his time with me, usually half with my ex. Mm. And and As a result of, of me having our little boy most of the time, my ex, who was is a mental health nurse, and was working mm-hmm. in a hospital but couldn't work there uh, because they were restricting how many staff they were having on, was able to start working for a new initiative. Uh, mm-hmm. for people who were struggling at home to bring up and get support from a mental health nurse. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Also, I've had a history of low mood and anxiety in the past, mm-hmm. and I was a bit worried it would affect me badly. But actually, it's quite a hopeful story in my case, because through a combination of, uh, of talking therapy, of, taking, mm-hmm. of, of using nature as a device to, uh, to look after my own well-being, what I found was over the years, it just kind of went away. And uh, uh, saying it went away by itself would be a disservice to the, the professionals who helped me uh, and my friends who supported me. But actually, I've got through the whole thing and I, I hesitate to say I enjoyed it because a lot of people were really struggling. Mm. Uh, uh, but actually, it wasn't the worst period of my life. And uh, uh, and also, I got involved in making a podcast with some mates, so uh, <laughs> it could be worse, couldn't it?
1: So in a sense, what you're saying is that you already knew that you had the you know, nature to sort of lean on to get you yeah. through it um one question on on the end of that um pete was it also a fact that you mentioned anxiety did you was it i mean i know it was a kind of true in my case and, and i know for others as well that um suddenly everyone was was in a sort of in the quagmire with whatever they were going through so was it a part of you that kind of felt not in a, in a kind of an arrogant way but kind of like Well, now you know, now you know what it's like kind of thing, you know, because I've had a history of this and, and, you know, we're we're all having it now. Well, some of us, most of us,
2: you know, that's a fascinating question. And I, I was actually diagnosed with generalised anxiety disorder many years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't consider myself, I don't have periods of anxiety like that mm-hmm. anymore in a disorder sense, because mm-hmm. if I get anxious now, it's always because there's something to be anxious about, which is something I celebrate, because that's yeah. what you, you want in life, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah, to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. But what I found was that, that, that the people I was chatting with who were getting anxious mm-hmm. when they weren't used to it, mm-hmm. I was actually able to... To talk to them and say, "Well, think of it this way: the reason you're anxious is because there's something extremely frightening and mm-hmm. unusual going on, mm-hmm. and that's actually an entirely appropriate response." Mm-hmm. So I was able to help contextualise the whole thing for them, yeah. which, uh, which so yeah. I felt like my experience helped me to help other people, which is nice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when and uh, one last question before before I get on to Chris, um when you when you sort of went went towards nature and and that was your kind of rock in a sense. Um, No, is that a pun? I don't know. Maybe it is. But um, do you? I mean, what we're talking about here? Are we talking sort of like nature walks? Are we talking about you know photography in nature? Are we look? Are we sort of bird watching? Um, I know when you think nature, it's it's a whole variety of different things. But what are the key elements of it for you that works for you?
2: Well, for me, and this was really brought into sharp focus during lockdown, is it's just being out there. It's being uh, out there. uh, Now. On, on our podcast we've got Dr. Gareth who's a bona fide nature expert right. uh, and he's really turned on by getting into the undergrowth and identifying stuff and yeah. I quite like identifying things if something flies past oh, I don't okay. know what it is and I find out what it is, Yeah, that excites me but not like it does a lot of people. For me it's the being surrounded with green stuff
1: we're not. We're not Bertals. talking airplanes. We're talking butterflies. But <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, uh, it, it's just being. Although plane setting. spotting
1: works for some people, I'm not to decry them. So they.
2: That's true. Although those people must have really struggled in lockdown. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm still noticing when a plane goes overhead now, as if I've barely
1: seen one before. <laughs> Excellent, uh, Chris. What about yourself? What What was lockdown like for you? And what did you kind of? If it was difficult at times, what were the things that you leaned upon?
0: Well, um, it's, it's it's funny because I think I think lockdown was quite similar for both Pete and I. Um, I, I I've also been uh, uh, diagnosed with with uh, GAD, General, generalized anxiety disorder, in the past. Mm-hmm. And actually, what you said just earlier, Ricky, about about um, uh, noticing how how other people's anxiety levels were coming up to sort of match your own actually i found you know probably possibly a bit selfishly i was like oh now you guys know how how it feels i i found and i think this is one of the reasons one of the main reasons why we we started this this podcast um is I, i i think and you saw it in the media but also i saw it with my friends um neighbors with the prescribed um you can go out of the ha- out of the house and have one exercise yeah. walk per day yeah. people were going and, and experiencing the green spaces and parks mm-hmm. um uh you know the canal etc where, where i live uh, around them mm-hmm. and were really noticing mm-hmm. um the world yeah. which you know that mm-hmm. which which we're all part of mm-hmm. and And I think that's something that's very intrinsic to us as humans. But because of the advance of technology and, you know, just modern life, you know, uh, social media and Netflix and work and emails, blah, 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 um, we've we've progressed a long way past what we're naturally evolved to do, which Mm -hmm. is be part of the world around us. Yeah. And, 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 and I noticed that in a lot of people where they were just forced to like go out and walk around in the park mm. and, and it might have felt a bit bewildering, mm. but people were feeling better and, and, and I felt it myself, but mm. I'd also run into people in my, there's a cemetery uh which is at the end of my road and uh we talk about this well i talk about it quite Mm -hmm. a lot in our podcast because i spend a lot of time walking around there and it's a it's a cool little cemetery that's um it's managed for wildlife as well it's got lots of parks it's an old victorian sort of place but i'd run into people who you know my 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 neighbors and stuff and um because it was in march wasn't it that that lockdown really hit was it of march yeah. early april so it's springtime mm-hmm. and it was a beautiful and it was a really sunny spring as well mm-hmm. so so it made actually going outside was even more beneficial mm-hmm. and you know i'd be walking around the park and hear um woodpeckers drumming wow. on the trees which yeah. is this real sort of sort of hammering sort yeah. Of sound yeah and like i really wanted to share it with people mm-hmm. because because i knew that you know well, it's just nice to share stuff, you know, that Mm -hmm. you think is, that you think is interesting and, and uh, and might be beneficial and they might be interested in So, yeah, there was, yeah. I, I mean, I found, I found lockdown tricky at times, Mm -hmm. but it, it did kind of like, uh, I think I was well equipped for it because I had, because I knew that, um, that, that nature was just outdoors it's yeah. just there and i can access it whenever i want to um but we realized that you know not everyone not everyone knows that not everyone mm-hmm. can tap into that um for some people you know there's lots of people who, you know who don't have gardens or you yeah. might live in sort yeah. of more built-up urban yeah. areas where it's a bit more effort to go out and find mm-hmm. somewhere you can have those experiences mm-hmm. but um yeah, we just—I um, think it's a big part of what of of why we, what we do, what we do, Pete and I and Gareth, um, is because we know that nature is really—it's really good for people. It's really good for us, you know, and um, we want to share that with other people.
1: Uh, well, thank you both for that because I think what you both you, the answers that you both given kind of illustrates just how. Valuable nature can be to our well-being, especially under sort of difficult circumstances. And it was interesting what you said, Chris, that that you know you heard the woodpeckers because, of course, nature thrived in lockdown, and other those different reasons. But I think the one, the main cat- catalyst, of course, was with less traffic around, and um you know we're able to, you know, we were more susceptible to to to, to hearing those sorts of noises. And it was a revelation. I remember it myself. And and when I used my uh, one hour um of, of of i was gonna say freedom but <laughs> the, the sort of uh, the liberation even that we had at the beginning of lockdown you know for for our exercise purposes it was always during like sunset I, i'm a big fan of sunset and i always take pictures at a can so i was always i was always going out for my walk around sort of like um seven eight o'clock uh, in the evening so i can capture these those great spring um sunsets um yeah awesome um so so guys what what what's the reception uh, been like with your podcast i mean have you um are you tied within the sort of local stations that you that you're willing to pitch across with or are you just keeping it something a podcast online i mean what are your ambitions for this podcast where would you like it to to to, to go how about you Pete start with that
2: Well, we are only on uh, podcast platforms. We upload Mm -hmm. to Anchor and go out to Spotify and all the, and and Apple and Google and all the usual places that you find podcasts. But we are keen to work with radio stations. We brought Mm -hmm. Radio Gloucestershire the other day, which was fun. Oh, cool. Uh, How did
1: that uh, go? Say again. How did that go?
2: Oh, really well, yeah. We thought we were going to get about five minutes, didn't we, Chris? we we got about forty-five minutes, and went out across two weekend days. To, oh, are you kidding? Uh, to um, um, oh, I'm going yeah,
1: to find that. Yeah, I'm going to find that. Yeah, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was fun. I thought the Saturday one was more fun than the Sunday one, but that's because I was on it more. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, we've been well received and uh, by the people who've got hold of us, and I think that's because of the fact that we're aiming deliberately. People who aren't super connected, so mm. it's not super sciencey. It's, mm. it's it's mainly our goal is to be entertaining first, right. and to use the enthusiasm of ourselves and others to draw people into supporting nature, yeah. because. You know, we we don't want to get talking about this side of it, loads, but we know that nature's having difficulties. Mm. Uh, and if we can encourage people to to value nature more, mm. it's going to have two huge benefits. One mm. of which is those people are more likely to want to defend and, and protect nature, sure. which if, we all need to happen. Mm. But of course, there's this enormous uh, benefit to the well-being of those same people. So it's an absolute win-win, and we're just uh, our role is to to just try and enable that. Yeah, uh, a bit like. Uh, uh, I, I sense with, with the show that you're doing, it's talking about stuff, isn't it? You're not mm. just presumably talking about mental health issues for a laugh. Mm. It's because talking brings out the benefits. Uh, 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 talking brings out its own benefits mm.
0: to people, doesn't it?
1: Well, yeah, I think you're right. I think when if you put those words together, if you, if you put, if you put what, mental health down, you write nature down, and imagine it like a spider diagram and the, the the different sort of spider legs that you draw sort so of you know cuts into a lot of different things you know. So with mental health we'll we'll talk about you know housing and homelessness or or benefits or you know um, addiction because it all ties in you know. And I think you can do that with nature as I said before. Um, you know I mentioned a few i few things there like you know bird watching or or um, going out and doing some photography of of you know. Um, Landscapes out there, or even painting. I mean, that's that's all nature, isn't it? It's been inspired by our our outdoors. You know, there's a whole number of things things... it could be. Those aspects. Sorry. All
0: right, then.
2: So those things you're talking about, there, Ricky. They're extensions, yeah. to my mind, of what the benefit of nature is to yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the that's the removal from the regular cycle of thoughts that they're in. Mm. So just walking around in the woods yeah. looking at stuff takes you out of your normal loop. And mm. then, of course, if you're taking photos or trying mm. to ID birds and that sort of thing, it just heightens that, 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 that yeah. mindful
0: effect. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Chris, I was all over you there. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right, mate. Um... What I was going to say was, uh, and I, uh, I was thinking if, if Doctor Gareth, who's our our, our co presenter, uh, had been had been uh, able to to come on with us tonight, which he wasn't, uh, unfortunately, um, I know that one of the things that he's worked on in his day job was this thing called um, Green Prescriptions. It's an idea which initially started in in New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, where GPs. Um, or whatever their equivalent is in New Zealand, um, were actually prescribing uh, experiences for people who suffer from a, a variety of mental and, and, and physical uh, ill health. They were prescribing things like uh, gardening, uh, bird watching, right? Uh, yeah, volunteer, volunteering. And um, I know that. Uh, um, I used to work with Dr. Gareth a few years ago. We mm. used to—that's how I met him. We shared an office and sat opposite each other. Yeah. And I remember at the time um, he was working on a project um, in Gloucestershire, where um, they were setting up uh, uh, these these green prescriptions as a trial. But a lot of people were coming explicitly because they knew that by by coming along and doing stuff that was good well, firstly, being there in nature, but also being a part of a team mm. which was doing some good stuff mm. um, together. Some, like, shared experiences, and, like, learn... yeah. Yeah, shared experiences and mm. learning new skills and, and stuff like that. It, it was good for their mental health. Yeah, and, I, I uh, do remember
1: that, that, sto- yeah, that story because what you're essentially saying, Chris, as well is that because of this sort of pill-popping culture that we're in, it's all about putting more options on the table for... Vulnerable people to to go out there and look for more sort of practical uh, means of therapy rather than kind of relying on you know meds and everything. Not not to say that meds you know don't work I and mean, they do work for a lot of people, but I'm always sort of in this sort of field very pro-choice. Um, so even if and I think you'll find our previous the previous segment with with um, Amir the, the the psychotherapist he was essentially saying saying same things so on the one hand um yeah things like mindfulness now for example which is also in in tune with nature is being being, is part of the national narrative now isn't it it's like you know um that's been prescribed it's also on the curriculum for kids in schools but also um uh if you take something like walking out in 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 a particularly sort of beautiful um scenic uh, background that took that more and more sort of um therapists are doing sort of walking counselling now because they feel that if you can walk outside in sort of you know in, in sort of a beautiful green space, it would allow the, the patient to open 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 themselves up more. Rather than the clinical sort of environment of being in a laid back chair and, you know, white walls and everything and feeling that the that the, 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 the guy in the or the girl in the corner is like, you know, prodding you with you know with a clipboard and everything but yeah I, I yeah i'm I'm all for that so um going back to my previous um question uh, I said to to pete um, chris um what's your sort of is it a case for you that you've you've got this podcast and you've kind of lit this rocket as a way, and it's just a case of seeing where it flies to and where it lands and and being sort of content with that or or do you have sort of ideas as well as how how, how where you'd like this to go to
0: the reason why we're doing we're doing this mm-hmm. um is, is really that we wanna help us we wanna help as many people as possible and we wanna help nature as much as possible. Mm. Um, and for those two things to to, to gel together and mm. and um we'd like to be like a big nature podcast, of course. I mean we you know, we've talked about various things like, you know, maybe we could write a book or maybe we could help other people make podcasts or maybe mm. we could help people make um Uh, videos and and, Mm -hmm. and, you know we've spoken to some really cool um, people who are doing stuff off their own back Mm -hmm. um, making YouTube videos about the the nature um, around them Alex was it Alex Pete the guy yeah he was so cool yeah Mm -hmm. Um, yeah we want to I think I think if we could if we could do anything it would be it would be to encourage people to do Similar things to us, yeah. um, just because we've got so much benefit from from it ourselves. Um, mm. And actually, you know, getting getting back to to how how lockdown, you know, how how Pete and I uh, and and Gareth have dealt with with the lockdown thing, mm. the podcast has been a has been such a great focus yeah. and creative outlet for us, yeah. and it's it's really helped us so. Yeah. And, and and we really like getting as many people on the show as, as we can, mm-hmm. and we want them to sort of join in and and, and get and get new stuff, mm-hmm. you know, help them to to tap into that creative side so that so that you know they they get the benefit as well.
1: Cool. Um, just out of curiosity, I don't, I don't know yet, but how many how many how many podcasts have you done in total so far?
2: Well, we uh, Pete, you go ahead. Okay, one, we've uh, season one was eight episodes. Yeah. Uh, we 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 then ended season one. Uh, we've done one mini episode. Got another one in the pipeline, and we're about to pick up season two. Uh, and uh, uh, don't know how long that'll be. So. Not, not very many. uh, uh, Well, nine episodes, including the mini one, uh, uh, with another load of interviews recorded and ready to go. And of course, we'll be looking to release our conversation with you today, Ricky, as one of those mini episodes. As I told you, so I'm looking forward to that. Excellent.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it's you you know, in terms of you know, quantity and quality, you've certainly got the quality there first, and then long may it continue. But. um... I like I like the season as well. That's very um, very uh, no Brent pun Netflix, there. There's no pun it? there, is there? It's,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there could have been. Yeah. Maybe we should have called them like winter and summer. Uh, right. Yeah. We yeah. uh, we're,
2: we're going to talk to you. See if you have got any more ideas afterwards, Ricky. How <laughs> did we, we missed that? Uh, well, it's a great idea. Uh, that's how we missed it. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll steal that
2: one. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs>
1: oh, you're welcome. If there's anything we can get tonight, just think of that, you know. So that's that's my part, <laughs> parting gift. But no, it's been really fun uh, chatting to you both. Um, thank you once again for taking part on our historic uh, 20th uh, podcast. Um, and uh, let's let's not make it the last because I think it'll be fun to talk to you guys again at some point. In even when we're back in the the studio with, with at Spice FM, um, we can do another crossover thing. I, I think that will be re- that would be really really fun. Um, We'd love
2: that, and we we'll re- we we'll remember to ask you some questions. Uh, that, that
1: yeah, that yeah, more than happy to, and hopefully my my co-host will be well enough to do that as well. Um,
2: yeah, but, please but, say hi to Steve for us. I
1: will do. I will do. I'll pass on your your good messages. But yeah, so yes, um, so thank you, listeners. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening in. This is Mentally Sound Life in Lockdown podcast episode twenty. It's the second segment, and we'll see you again for this for the next uh, episode where Nick will be back and uh, again. Uh, very much in in tune to what we were just talking about—it's seasonal affective disorder, so it's 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 not a million miles away from what we've just been talking about. So, um, cool. So, join us for that. Um, thanks to thanks to Amia for the first segment. Thanks to Chris and Pete for the second—the Cold Nature Podcast—and we'll listen to you again. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Cheers.